Greetings and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host today as we spend this time together. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for being part of this. Thanks for following along and investing in this time. As I always say, I value this time. I value the fact that you allow me to be part of your time. Time is our greatest commodity and where we invest it, that is where we are showing our import. So thank you for including me in this time, this investment, whenever it is. If you're just listening to this or if you're listening to it while doing other things, then wherever you're connecting and plugging in with me, thank you. I really do appreciate the. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you investing in this because together is how we grow this. Uh, you know, I want you to be the best you. When you're the best you, then I'm the best me, and we can grow together. There's no, there's not a limited commodity on being better. Uh, being better and bettering ourselves is not a limited commodity like oil or water. It is an unlimited commodity. Uh, and as I always say, you know, we're not in competition with each other. We're in competition with who we were yesterday. We are striving to be better in ourselves. We are striving to achieve a better life, more balance, more peace, more productivity. Whatever areas of your life that are struggling or challenged, uh, then then that's where we want to apply some energy and some thought and some vision so that you can be the best you. Uh, we here at Grace Life Coaching, that's what we want for you. We want you to be the best you. We want you to strive to be the best that you could possibly be uh, with everything that you've been given and with the life that you're living. And when you're better, we're better. Again, and as I always say, you know, this isn't about saying that where we are is bad, but there's always places we can grow. There's always places we can expand. If you love this podcast, if this podcast is helping you out and you're growing from it, then share it out there. Get it out there on your Facebook, your Instagram. Uh, share it out there. I'm also out there on Twitter. I'm not sure how many people are using Twitter anymore. Uh, I haven't really done much in the way of my Twitter account, but I do post on my Twitter account. Uh, it's Union and Beach. Twitter's uh, at Union and Beach is my Twitter account. So uh, if you if you see it there on the social media, then then share it out there. Tag me in it. I'd love to see where you're at. I'd love to see, you know, where you're connecting through at uh, and to see where this goes. You know, the platform I use to do the recording, it does show uh, some geographic connection, but I'd really love to see where y'all are at. I'd really love to see what y'all are doing and how you're connecting in. So share us out there. Tag me in it. Uh, if you're listening on one of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, then follow us. If you haven't already, you can give us a rating and review. Uh, the positive rating and reviews are what tells the platform that this is important, that this is uh, that, that people are paying attention. Uh, and as always, if you want to reach out to me directly, if you want to communicate with me, have any kind of coaching or conversation, gracelifecoaching.com is the website. Uh, you can contact me directly through there. Send me a message or DM me or text me or whatever, and we can see what we can do. I mean, if you have a question or a comment, or if you'd like to do some coaching, if you'd like to do some work together, I'm always open for it. If we can find a common language, we can find a common purpose. And I'd be happy to come alongside you and do what we can to, to create a better and a more powerful, more positive view. So last session, I talked about expectation. And I said that I'd like to spend a little bit of time on expectation because I really think that when we understand expectation, where expectation comes from, how we use it, how we market it, how we project it, it really can help us to understand a whole lot about why we can feel so unbalanced and out of place and, and irritable and cranky or maybe just, uh, you know, miserable and, and, and hard to be around. Even if we're not sure why, even if we're not sure why, we're not able to clearly pinpoint it. Understanding expectation can really help us to grasp 
where we're at and grasp what's going on. So I want to spend a couple of episodes looking at different, looking at expectation in different ways, because I think that um, I think that applying these things can really help us to to grow and really help us to find uh, more balance and peace within our lives and more mindfulness and and moment. And and that's really where I want to go first is is you know kind of expectation and mindfulness and moment and how that all works out. In my meditation, I talk about energies, and I think I've talked about it in previous podcasts. I talk about energies. You know, there's a past energy and a future energy. And, and, and the past energy and the future energy are pulling us into them, drawing us into them. You know, so our past is a past. We have our memories. We have our experiences. They're in our past. They're done, okay? But those past memories, those past experiences, they have a, a present energy an energy that resides inside of us that's why memories can make us cry or that's why memories can make us laugh or make us feel good or help us to feel bad it's not because we're reliving the memory we're not reliving the moment but the 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 memory's energy is residing in us in the moment um and that's why when we've done something that you know maybe years ago or decades ago we can still live in that regret we can still live in that pain i'll give you a quick example i remember when i was uh, early on in high school one of my friends had these orange pants and they, they were really cool orange pants and i i think i was a little envious of those orange pants and i was teasing them about them i think out of my envy uh but i i teased a little too far and uh, i hurt his feelings i really did uh, and and I apologize, and I think we rebuilt things, and I think things went forward. But but you know that was a that was a past encounter that happened a long time ago. But I can feel in my present self that past moment because that past energy can still reside inside of me. It imprints on me. Okay, so so part of dealing with regret and and guilt and the such is dealing with that energy. And and maybe I'll talk about that another time. Uh, but also the future does that too. Okay, so. We want to say, you know, there's grief and regret and pain and disappointment in our past. But when we start talking about things like anxiety and worry, now I don't want to talk about, again, this is not a clinical uh, podcast. So um, I don't want to talk about like generalized, uh, like specific diagnosed anxiety or uh, what have you. But we all, we all have a level of anxiety that resides inside of us. We all feel that energy, that quickening inside of us, uh, particularly when we think about the future. And, that, and that's what it is. So uh, see, we we struggle with residing in the moment because there's a future energy in our lives. And that energy, that future energy is tugging us into something that hasn't quite happened yet. Okay. So case in point, uh, you know, two weeks from now, I'm going to give a, a lecture on how to build Legos. All right. I'm not really this hypothetical, um, but I do give lectures. So, but I don't give lectures on Legos. Um, but, but so I need to prepare, of course, and 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 that coming event gives me some energy to prepare. But then I can also sit and ruminate, and I can think about what's going to happen, and what's what could possibly happen, and and what's all of the things that could happen, what's all of the different views that could happen, and then and then after I look at all of what could happen, then I'm going to give expectation of what's going to happen okay so i expect that this lecture is going to be great and everybody's going to love me and the lights are going to be perfect and my hair is going to be perfect and if that doesn't work no matter how awesome it is i'm still going to be disappointed because i have set what i expect to happen in the future uh without fully taking all the variables into account 
Okay, that's what we do. You know, that's how we mitigate anxiety. And that's how we find a false sense of peace and balance is that we look out into all the possibilities and then we set an expectation of what will happen. Okay, what will happen? Um, And then when it doesn't happen, then we are disappointed, even if what happens is better then we are disappointed. I'll cast it another way. You know, we ex- we're, we're planning on going out to dinner. You're, you're going out to dinner, uh, wherever. You're going to your favorite restaurant and you're planning on going out to your favorite restaurant, having your favorite food, and your favorite food is the same thing you order every week. There's a restaurant that my wife and I go to and, and I, we really like it. And I usually find myself ordering the same thing because I don't get it anywhere else and they make it really well. So when I go there, you know, I expect to be able to sit down at this restaurant. No, I mean, maybe it's going to, they're going to be a wait, what have you, but I expect to be able to order this dish. Okay. And if I can't order this dish, now I have been, I have been expecting this dish to be placed in front of me all day, all week. Well, now, even though there's a plethora of other things on the menu that are really, really tasty, and I could have a really, really good meal, I have set my expectation on that one thing. Okay, this is how our brain controls the unknown of the future. This is how our brain controls the unknown of the future. This is how we mitigate that anxiety of what is to come. We set expectations. Now, that's great because it does help us to live in the balance in the moment, but it's disastrous in that usually, usually, what we set as expectations are not reached. And that's where we find ourselves imbalanced or out of sorts because what we set as expectations aren't reached. Because no matter how close something comes to our expectations or or even if they exceed our expectations, it's not what we expected. We have crafted something in our mind in what is going to happen and it doesn't happen. And so there is a process of disappointment. Okay, let me put it another way. Um, and, and so no, before I do that, so let's, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about, so we have expectation. Well, how do we overcome this? Okay. So we overcome this by rather than dealing with our future in expectation, we deal with our future in observation. Okay. And rather than expecting what's going to happen, we observe what's happening. Okay. Rather than expecting what's happening, we observe what's happening. So, so let me, so, so let me, let me talk about this way. All right. So, so when I get done with work at the end of the day, I expect to go home and I expect to find my, my, my child, you know, dressed and sitting in perfect position and greet me, you know, good evening, father. It is so pleasing for you to come home. Let me give you your slippers and your paper so that you can have time to relax while my wife is bustling around in the kitchen and, and doing, okay, if that's my expectation, it's not okay. And, and I love my family and I don't expect my family to do this, but I'm painting you a picture that, that I, I, I want you to have because I, if that's my expectation and I get home and that's not what I see, then I'm going to be disappointed. I'm going to struggle getting through the rest of the day because my expectations have not um, been met. Now, if I go home and, and I, you know, and I expect dinner to be on the table and everything to be perfect and blah, 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 um, which I don't, I don't, I'm, uh, I want to make sure I say that I don't, that's not my expectation. But if that's not what happens when I get home, then I'm going to be upset. My expectations are going to be slashed and I'm going to be disappointed. Okay. And I'm going to have to deal with that. But if I come with a posture of observation, observation is fact. Okay. So I observe what I see when I get home. 
So I observe what I see when I get there, when I walk in. Okay, so my my darling child is not dressed to the nines and greeting me, uh, you know, uh, good evening, father, welcome home. But she's, you know, she's in a little huff because she doesn't like what she's being told to do. Uh, well, rather than having my expectations blown, I observe what's happening and I engage. Okay, uh, so w if we live in the future of observation over expectation, it helps us to live more fully in the present and I'll get to that in a minute. So again, going back to the example of going out to dinner. Now, I would hope that I could have my 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 particular dish that I like, but I observe that uh, there are many dishes on the menu that I might like, and I find out that my dinner, my dish is not available. So I observe this and I'm able to pivot and then have something else that I like and something else that I'm going to enjoy. And my evening is not going to be ruined or tainted in any way because my expectations fail. So if we're living a life of expectation, if we're expecting events to happen before us, we are going to be finding ourselves in these places of disappointment because even though these events are really, really good and really, really close, they still fail compared to what we expect. But if we live our life in observation, okay, if we live our life in observation, so rather than expecting something to happen, when I walk into something or engage something, I'm going to observe what's happening, and then I'm going to engage what I observe to be happening, okay? Perfect example uh, for those of you who live above the Mason-Dixon line and have to deal with, uh, you know, like snow days in school, you know, you go to bed at night, you ex you expect to wake your kid up in the morning and send them to school. Snow day happens. Well, then, you know, your day is blown or what have you because you have to go to work or you can't go to work or what whatever it is. But if you observe the circumstance, well, then you pivot accordingly. And that brings about not only a great deal less stress in the moment when things fall apart, but it also allows us to spend more time in the present. So how do we do this? How do we do this? What's the play here? How do we move? Well, we have to learn to trust our capability. You know, one of the reasons why we set expectations for the future is because we don't trust our capability. We don't trust that we're going to be able to do what needs to be done if things go awry. Okay, I know what's going to happen in two weeks when I'm going to give a lecture on Legos and I know lectures and I learn about Legos. Well, if I expect to give a lecture on Legos and I and I step up onto the stage, well, hey, guess what? This isn't a Lego convention. This is a, a logos convention. Okay, which means word. Oh, well, I know how to lecture. I just need to pivot on what I'm going to talk about. Okay, I trust in my capability to deal with the circumstances. I just need to observe the circumstances and deal accordingly, all right? And that's the shift. You know, when we place expectations out for something, it, it brings about the fact that we, or, or the idea that we can't deal with it. We don't have the, you know, we have to set things because we don't have the capability of dealing with the flex. When we start to, to, to trust that we do, when we start to trust that we have the capability of dealing with the flex, that, that we have the experience, that we have the, uh, you know, the, 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 um, the wherewithal and the knowledge. It's just applying it in a different way. Then we can observe. We can observe. Again, I'll go back to my favorite restaurant for a minute. I know how to eat, 
right? And I know how to eat in a restaurant and I know how to order from a menu and I know how to read and I know how to, um, to judge my own taste and desire and place for eating. So I can take all of those things and I can say, you know what? I was hoping to have meal A, but I can take all of the things that I know I can do and apply them to meal B. All right. I can take all of these things and apply them to something else. Because I have this capability. When we start to trust in our own capabilities, then we can look out on, any, on, on many plausible futures and still be able to engage them. We can observe what is to come and still be able to engage accordingly because we don't trust in the outcome. We don't trust that the expectation is going to come true. We trust in what we can do in the midst of the circumstances. We trust what we can do in the midst of the changes and the pivots. That is where we can observe things. So what it really breaks down to, I mean, when we set expectations, we set expectations because we want something to happen in the future. And we want something to happen in the future because then we can stress it and, and massage it and worry about it. And, and we can put all of our energy into, into that one path. But if we put our energy into the knowledge that we can overcome all of these paths, then I don't have to put all my energy into one particular path. There's a great saying, you know, about a bird that lands on a branch. A bird doesn't land on the branch because it trusts the branch. A bird lands on the branch because it trusts its wings, okay? And the bird knows that if the branch breaks, then it can fly away. It is not tying its life to the branch. It is tying its life to its wings. And that's the difference. When we tie our life to the branch, we're tying our life to expectations. But when we tie our life, when we trust in what we can do, when we trust in our own gifts and skills and capabilities, when we trust in all of that, then... We don't have to invest as much energy in putting out expectations of what is to come. We can put energy into being present in the moment, knowing that we can observe what is to come. And in observing what is to come, we can deal accordingly. And that's the difference. That's the difference. Uh, putting expectations out there is, is, is bringing about a plausible future, a future that we're not sure is going to happen, but we want it to happen. And if it doesn't happen, we're going to struggle. But if we trust in what we're capable of doing, if we trust in what we're able to do in many circumstances, well, then we are able to live in observation. If we trust that we can pour liquid into a glass... All right. We trust we can pour liquid into a glass and it doesn't matter what liquid it is. As long as it can be poured and contained in a glass container, then we don't have to worry about what liquid it is, whether it's tap water or a $2,000 bottle of champagne. If we are capable of pouring liquid into a glass, then it doesn't matter what the liquid is. If we are capable of dealing with what is to come, which we all are, we all have many gifts and skills, then with that being said, we don't have to set out expectations of what is to come. We can trust in our capability and observe what is out there. And that is the difference. That is how things go differently. And that is how we're able, that is how we're able 
to rest in our own energy and rest in our present energy and not get caught up in the the future energy of expectation. And then, I mean, and then when the, the, the experience happens, whatever it is, we can far more enjoy the experience because we're observing what's around us rather than dealing with the expectations that didn't come to fruition. All right, my friends, that's what I got for you today on expectation. I hope that's helpful. Uh, a little bit of this came from uh, an article back probably, I think it was 2018 in Psychology Today about expectations versus observations. Um, you could Google that and uh, probably find a, a lot more into it. But check it out. Uh, but I, like I said, I hope this is helpful. I hope this gives you some idea of how to be able to live a better, a, a, a life more energized in the moment because you're not living life in trying to plan on what's to come. And that would be something that I think would be really powerful as we look to be mindful and live into the moment. All right, my friends, like always, if this is helpful, share it out there. If you're on one of the platforms, give us a rating and review. Follow us. Love to hear from you. And as always, here at Christ Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.